Hello and welcome back to Turf More House TV. Yes, I do need a shave. Yes, I still am an ugly bugger. But that's not the point. We're here because we're celebrating a fantastic bloody point against Chelsea. What a cracking performance. I mean, we held off the opening five minutes. It was literally Chelsea this, Chelsea that. We could have been 4 0 down at half time. Um, but typical Burnley rode the wave um, and finally. You know, caught Chelsea napping and Chelsea considered their first goal from open play this season. If you're wondering why my eyes keep dissecting, it is because Burnley's under-23s have currently just kicked off as well against Fulham. So I will be keeping you updated on that. Fulham have had the ball in the back of the net, but it was ruled out for offside. So, thank you for tuning in. It does mean a lot that you're here. Uh, if you are new around here, please do hit the subscribe button. It really does mean a lot for the channel. We are also on all social media, as you can see down there, on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all under the same name, at Surfmore House. We have also delved into the world of podcasts. Would you believe it? So you can also listen to us instead of watching us uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. So without further ado, let's bring in our guests and obviously, we have Joey's back. Yeah, right, Paul. Joey's back. He's hiding in a bunker in the middle of Saudi Arabia somewhere. Not a clue. <laughs> uh, but how are you, mate? How are you? Good, mate. Good. Yourself? Good stuff. Yeah, I I'm smashing. Absolutely smashing. Uh, and glad to get a point on the board. I mean, Definitely fantastic result, weren't it? Definitely. Definitely. It's always nice, isn't it? It's always yeah. nice. And obviously for Josh, you'll all remember Josh. Josh came in for obviously our match preview and Josh is a Chelsea fan. Bit of a double whammy, double whammy for you, Josh, obviously. Glenavon wasn't to be and uh, Chelsea also didn't live up to the RP either. Uh, I mean, first of all, how are you? And uh, why don't you give your channel a plug and stuff? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was gonna have it on Saturday. Try and play like, try and play like Burnley. Yeah, there was like the worst version of Burnley possible. Like it was the most like we weren't defensively good, and my goal, we couldn't even hit a long ball properly. And uh, in terms of Chelsea, I just I hear Burnley. Just, just, just Burnley like Stamford Bridge. I hear Burnley coming to Stamford Bridge. That's probably the best way to sum that up in a nutshell. But I don't want to too bad. My, my YouTube channel is CSH, uh, and my Twitter is JWSH underscore CFC if anybody's interested. Smashing. And Joey, obviously, you run a Facebook page as well and a bit on Twitter. So let us know what you do as well. Yeah, just on Facebook, it's the, the long side. Uh, group and a page. Uh, I don't really do it on Twitter, to be fair. It's just myself on Twitter. So, but yeah, Happy days. That means he can be an arsehole on Twitter. That's what it is. He can just be his normal self on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thanks guys for tuning in. Obviously, we are going to dissect the game. I mean, first of all, Josh, I'll come to you. Your thoughts on that game. I mean, to start with, your team constantly pelted shot after shot. You know, you could, Nick Pope's not been in the best vein of form, to be honest. Uh, and he's only recently in his last game or two where he's actually decided to step up. Uh, and obviously at the bridge was where he's probably put on his best in recent performances. I mean, it, it was a bit of a, a bad time for yourself. 
Uh, just, what, just just tell me, a player is a bad form when they come to play Chelsea, and you know, next thing they're the best player and <clears throat> probably the best player in the world. Um, nothing with playing Nick Pope was exceptional. Um, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed. You know, um, I didn't, I wasn't happy with Ross Barkley starting. Um, Ross Barkley, you know, I don't know why we still have this. I, I don't get me wrong. Actually, I think Ross Barkley played well. To be fair to him, but why do we still have this guy at our football club? You know, you think about all these attacking players to sign, and you just got Ross Barkley coming in in the starting line. I'm like, hello, still here. Um, I wasn't happy with him starting. We had, you know, we we had uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek and Mason Mount and Christian Pulisic all on the bench. Um. I think Callum Hudson Odoi did play well, but Hudson Odoi definitely had a few chances he should have scored. Uh, Christensen and Rudiger had some decent chances from set pieces, which we should have tested. Uh, we should have tested Nick Pope a bit better from uh, Kai Havertz. He took his goal well, but I think overall was slightly disappointing in terms of um, you know not being in the right position at the right time. I think that would have been the game where we needed Lukaku or Timo Werner, which. Unfortunately, we don't, um, which I think that just didn't give us the cutting edge. Uh, but I th- our overall general play was amazing. But we created really ch- chances, you know, we, we, we did let Bernie kind of be able to sit in their shape. Uh, we, we moved them about, we created chances, it just wasn't the way. Nick Pope was an outstanding form. Um, I think I think the front three, um, or, you know, as a, as a front three, especially with Ross Barkley, is, is, are, these guys aren't playing regularly at the moment. Uh, you know, Hudson has always been in and out. He's been right wing back. Uh, he's been left. He's been left wing, right wing. Havertz has been in and out of the team, and Ross Barkley, as I said, you know, I don't even know why he's still at this club. That kind of sums it all. So, Chelsea goal what they deserved. The performance was completely fine. Uh, but in, in situations like that, if you don't take your chances in, in these games and you give a club like Burnley the opportunity to score those goals then it happens so it's it's tough to take it's annoying to take um but i this it's been a story of chelsea's last two seasons where we've created chance after chance and just haven't been able to stick it back in the net and unfortunately the players that i feel like could have scored like like a missing amount of loftus cheek um timo farner and Lukaku, they weren't on the pitch uh so it sucks but it's football and uh yeah i hate burnley i'll keep saying it <laughs> I, every time they come, I remember there was two seasons ago when under Maurizio Sarri, exactly the same story happened. That we were dominant, and then I think it was Ashley Barnes scored in the 80th minute to get a draw. I just hate you guys. Stop coming to Stamford Bridge. I, I don't like it. You always get something. Well, I'll tell you something now. I'll put your mind at ease, mate. Right? There's a stat. Now you say you hate Burnley, but technically, technically, when results like this happen, something happens for Chelsea. And it's this. Correct. 14-15, you drew. You won the league. 16-17, you drew and won the league. 2021-22 to season. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's there, isn't it? It does lightning strike three times. It, It certainly struck twice, so why not a third? It, it, it's absolutely possible. I, you know, I, 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 that's the thing that really kind of annoyed me. Like, you, you know, we chant on five points top of the league, you know, going into this international break, of course, you guys screwed it up on us. Uh, um, but, like, you know, um, it, that, that's probably the thing that slightly annoys me. We could have been five points clear of Manchester City uh, going into this international break, which would have given us a bit of that leniency to kind of drop points, especially with a, a really bad run coming in uh, in terms of really tough fixtures that we have to play coming up here. So, but you know, I'm I'm optimistic. Uh, we've got a good squad. Uh, we've got a, we've got a very very good squad. Players are going to be coming back after the international break. I think pretty much everyone's going to be fully fit, which is absolutely tr- uh, tremendous. But 
I'm not going to get too high because I don't want to get all excited, build up in the next minute. Chelsea going five straight games without a win. Chelsea fans have been calling for Thomas took a line. You know, things can change so quickly in football. So my, my feet's firmly on the ground. But yes, I'm, I'm very pleased with the start that we've had so far. So I'll come to you in a second, Joey. But last question I've got for you, Josh, at this point is, obviously it must be a bit of a sucker punch when you see Liverpool drop points away at West Ham. Uh, you know, you expect City to obviously probably do something. Uh, it, it was basically a 50-50 game against United because you don't know what United you're going to get this season. Uh, so to sort of drop two points, do you think that was a bit of a sucker punch? Uh, I I think in a manner, yes. You know, if Chelsea didn't play well and, you know, we, we didn't particularly perform on the day, then I could perfectly accept, you know, that result. But I think... It was one of those cases where Chelsea, I think it was one of those cases where Chelsea, um, you know, they played well, they did everything what they needed to do, you know, there's been a lot of criticism I, from, I, from probably off sort of, of some of the previous games that we weren't creating enough chances, that we weren't attacking enough, you know, we were being a bit more of a, a back for a counter-attacking team and against Burnley we proved that that wasn't the case, we can play in the front foot, but and it's just, you know, when Chelsea kind of, were taking their chances, so they took their foot off the gas, got a bit complacent. And it was a really bad goal. It was a good goal from Burnley. The score was really bad from Chelsea, considering how we normally defend. You know, the ball was the ball was put into the box for Artesi, and my own uh, feature was just you should not be leaving the striker, uh, you know, free in, in that area of the of the box. So. It, it, it was a circle punch, but um, results do like do like that's happening in football. It's always against Burnley, but these results do happen in football. That's you know, let's be perfectly fair. Uh, you, you guys, you guys will do it to you guys will definitely do it to probably United at some point this season, like you always do, or potentially to Liverpool. So it's a circle punch, yes. I um, it's unfortunate, but uh, it's, I think that's what Chelsea deserve for not taking their chances, and you you can't go to sleep in the Premier League. It does show it's a fine margin. No matter what team you're playing, you can't go to sleep in a certain phases of the game, and that's what we did. And so we're we going with stuff like this. No, it's it's obviously our Joey. I mean, going from two points dropped to a point gained, which to us it would feel like three points. Um, yeah. Obviously, I mean. Not just the result, but you know, getting that result on the back of the win against Brentford as well. It sort of has set us up for the game against Palace at the Turf. Uh, not this Saturday, due to the international break, unfortunately. Um, but obviously, yeah, yeah. So we'll go. Obviously, we've got Patrick Vieira's men coming to the Turf. Usually, I mean, it, as well. it is. It is recent years. You know, we've had the Barnes winner in the day in minutes. Um, but yeah, that was different football under Roy Hodgson, though, wasn't it? A lot different football. I mean, taking to this Chelsea game. Uh, obviously, you said you watched it. What were your What were your thoughts looking at it from a Burnley perspective? Definitely lucky to get a point, you know. But we we rode our luck, you know. It happens. We played Leeds and Brighton at home this season, and we lost both them games, and they, not none of them deserved even a point. No. So swings and roundabouts, and we didn't deserve a point, but we stuck in there. We rode as luck. I think when they clip post with that error, I think if that goes in, it's game over. Yeah, Tiago Silva with that. Yeah, I think it were. It just clips outside at post. I say, I think if that goes yeah. in, two 0 and that, that's it. It could probably end up four, maybe five, possibly. You know, but it didn't, thankfully. Um, you mentioned Josh. You mentioned uh, Barkley. I thought when he went off, that gave us more freedom in midfield. To be fair. I thought he had a really good game against us, you know. 
yeah, he was putting that. himself back at window show he saw a week ago in well, January. He was showing Sean Dyche <laughs> that he can defend as well, weren't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think Josh would like that if we took him off Chelsea's hands. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. As I said, I, I actually, I think it was far play well. I think he, he needed to go to a really nice curl, like, you know, curl uh, goal from outside the box, which you know, would have been a nice goal. I, I don't think he played badly, to be fair. I just don't think Ross Barkley should be starting for Chelsea Football Club compared to the players that we have. I know two, I know two of our attackers are out, which is fair enough. But Loftus Sheik should be starting ahead of him. Mike should be ahead of him. Piolsa should be ahead of him. So it's, it's something with Ross Barkley's performance, particularly that game. It's just, I just, he shouldn't be there. Like, he's not going to be here next season. I don't think, you know, if he, if he continues playing well here, Chelsea will loan him out in January. That's, uh, it's just one of those things where I just, I just feel like he doesn't have that motivation or that he doesn't have that drive or motivation to play because he knows he's on the plans long term. He knows he's not going to be here beyond next season with his contract. So that's why I just wasn't particularly happy with him. Starting performance was good and all, but he's not playing for Chelsea. He's playing for a good move for himself, really. No, fair play, fair point. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a couple of comments. Uh, so first up, Ankit, uh, another Chelsea fan in the house. Hope you are well. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, the missus has put a smile. Five to go. Yep, she is right. Uh, literally, I am five away from 200. I would love it if we can get there uh, by Christmas. I would absolutely just yeah adore you all. So thank you for the support you've shown so far. Uh, some random Joey's popped up in chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so hi, Zoe. Hope you hope you're well. Uh, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously, you know, we'll we'll take a look at the stats for the game. So as you can see, it was a typical Burnley performance, Joey, in terms of the possession. Obviously, yeah. we've we've so never really been be expected. Interesting, yeah. there's only four shots on target. I'm sure Nick Port made about six serves. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I did put these for Premier League website, but you know what no, it's like. No, I've seen it all over, only four on target. Yeah. Surely that can't be right. But... I don't understand it. You've got Premier League stats and then you've got like Opta stats and nobody knows which one's true and which one's not. Mm. Flaming nightmare. But as you can see there in terms of shots, you know, Josh, you you know, you you pelted us from from the first whistle to the end, and it was just as you say that lucky break. Um, I'm surprised we even had as many touches. To be fair, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I mean, the basis of the game, no matter what you say, it it was Chelsea all over. They outpressed us. I mean, did you did you expect that sort of performance from Chelsea to get on the front foot early, or did you think they'd sort of sit back and sort of Give Burnley a first opening ten minutes, let them sort of run around, and then Chelsea get a foothold in the game. No, uh, it was it's kind of it gave me good uh, kind of remembrance of our performances against uh, so-called lower teams like when Southampton came to Stratford Bridge, Mambo, then both times in the Champions League. Uh, even when we faced Southampton there in the Carabao Cup uh, a couple of weeks back, you know the, the the idea of how we were going to play was you know to be in Bernie's face, was move the ball incredibly quick, move it side, get the ball into the box, uh, keep moving Bernie about, and then uh, make sure that Bernie didn't give Bernie any time on the ball, make sure they head along, which I know is something Bernie are comfortable doing, but. Uh, I think I think it took all believed in the free centre back he picked that they would be able to deal with Chris Woods, uh, which is fair enough. So um, I was not surprised by the by the, by the game plan. The game plan worked. Uh, it's just I think the biggest issue 
for for us was was that wee period that fight when Charles did stop what they were doing and that Barry get a bit of confidence, get a bit of momentum. They felt like they well destroyed. They felt like they were able to start being able to maybe be a bit more progressive as what they did. They they sent a few men forward. They got a bit a good I think it was a good um a good cross field ball over to over to our left hand side, a good ball into the box and then uh, Michael Fiji was in the right place at the right time where and Chelsea were definitely a bit complacent at that point thinking that the game was already wrapped up. So um nothing wrong with the game plan. It was just a five minute period which can win and lose your games and uh I would say it felt like a loss but it definitely took away some a lot of positives that were in the game for Chelsea. Definitely. I mean, Joey, look at the corners. I mean, we only had two all game, which shows obviously trying to get forward was obviously quite difficult. You expect yeah. it against Chelsea, of course you do. But um you know, when you when you look at it, they they've look looking at goal, it I don't know, I've seen a few replays, but if you see the longer replays, there's build up to it as well. You know, it's not just a, a long ball into you know to back it back sticker up. No, no. Oh, on that occasion, I, I know it's, it, we, we're never out going to play football. Uh, sorry, outplay Chelsea away. That's you know, it's not going to happen. No, <laughs> we know this. So we we have to play to our strengths, which is yeah, mixing it up with physicality and long balls as well as shorter balls, shorter passes. We just don't have much chance against the likes of Chelsea to play that ticky tack of football. But then no. you watch us against Brentford last week, and we're like watching Brazil. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of Brazil, Joey, you are the nuttiest person I've ever known. <laughs> oh, so, Josh, obviously, we'll touch on the fact that, uh, like, do you think Tuchel tactically got it sort of wrong? Do you think there's certain elements that he could have changed? I, I don't really think so. Um, I think maybe the only thing I would say is I don't. I, I think putting Mason Boyd into the midfield. He t- I think he took off to I think he took off Jorginho from Mason Mind. I don't think that was the right decision. I don't think Mason Mind's in that kind of oh it's not a holding role, so it's been more of like a just a proper like a you know, central midfielder rather than an attack on. I don't agree with that substitution. Uh, and I think Loftus Cheek should have came on earlier. But those are like those are little fine margins and fine little substitutes that you know, it, it could go it could go either way. So no, I, I in my personal opinion uh, I don't think Tuchel really did anything. I don't think Tuchel did anything wrong. You know, the players kind of dropping their performance levels on the pitch away, but that all comes down to just the players. You know, taking their foot off the gas, uh, losing the lack of concentration. Every every single football club's done it. Uh, smashing grabs happen week in week out. So no, Tuchel didn't Tuchel didn't do anything wrong at all. Um, so we have no issues with that. I mean, to flip the switch, sort of, Joey. Uh, obviously, Sean Dash. Question pretty much most weeks about substitutions, like for like, it's the yeah. wrong person you're bringing on. He mixed it up this week, though, didn't he? Yeah, last two games. I, f- I feel yeah. he's got it right. I mean, yeah. do you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he even brought, we were playing with three strikers, that's what I know. No, definitely. <laughs> I didn't even know we had three. <laughs> but no, no, definitely. You know, can't can't fault Sean Darch at all, you know, lately. And, I have in the past, especially early doors in the season, because especially when he's not making substitutions till 85th minute, but obviously he does know better, you know, so, but yeah, you know, can't complain, he did, he got everything spot on, yeah, we rolled as luck, but like he says, we have to, 
It yeah, just, of course. It, it weren't Chelsea's day, were it? Because they did everything right, but hit the net the second time. Yeah. Does it aggravate you, Josh, that obviously we're the first team to score from open play against you? Does that piss you off a little bit because it's Burnley? <laughs> yeah. I just think about I, 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 I just think you know, I'm thinking here in my head about all the other these you know previous games we've had with I just Stanford Bridge, you know, the, the opening season other two no condo when you bet us three two. Uh, the game under Mercy sorry when we well, if we won that game we would have gone top four and you came and ruined the party. Uh if, I think we bet you under Frank Lampard, but um it was it was a really, really tough game. Like you guys just Sean Dice just loves coming to Stanford Bridge. Uh, you know all managed love going to a certain ground and uh, I think Sean Dice is definitely find one of his favourite homes. Uh, no, no matter what the Chelsea team is, no matter the coach, no matter if Chelsea are top fifth, whatever, they always seem to come and get a point. And it's just the most annoying Bernie thing ever. I think, I think as a Chelsea fan, I said on Twitter, he said it. He said the best thing. He said, "At the end of the day, no matter what, we just got Bernie." <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no fairer comment than that. No fairer comment than that. Obviously, Burnley were Tuchel's first game as well, weren't it? When he first came in and. You got obviously you got the win at that at that point, um, but you know it's you, you were our second game. Wolves, Wolves were our first one. We drew the lights. Ah, right. First game. Right. Were we the first home game then? For no, Tuchel? no, you were, you no. were the second. You were the, no, you, we played Wolves at home too. You know, you were just our second game in general. Ah, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. He. Either way, we'll let you have that first one. Oh, it, was a new one it was a new manager, thanks to be fair. So it was a it was a new system. Hudson had always right wing back. Uh, I was afraid of bag it. It was just one of his cases where Sean Dice just did not expect Chelsea to come out and play that way. It was just it was one of, it was it was the same it was the case for quite a while during the when Tuchel first came in. No manager had a clue how to play against Chelsea. So it was a good thing. Maybe that's what Tuchel should do. Maybe she'd have just like played a a four two four against Sean Dice throw him off target. Maybe that would have got us a result or something. I don't know. It's it's always tough, isn't it? Always tough. Chelsea Burnley. I love it. I used to think, you know, we'd every time we go to the bridge it'd be difficult. As I say, you know, going there as a fan uh, of Burnley when they're in the championship, you know, the, the cup win uh, on penalties. You know, uh, to be honest, I've only been to Stamford Bridge twice, which was the cup win on penalties and the 3-2 on the opening day of the season. So you need to go again. I, yeah, I've picked, I picked a couple of good games. I, I might do. I might do. I might have to go all the way around London and see if we can uh, have another capital punishment run. But... Who knows? Who knows? Uh, while we are here, guys, if you are new around here, as you can see, we are not just doing these match previews on YouTube. We are also doing them via podcast. So you can catch this on a podcast at the end of the stream. And we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. So taking that game aside, obviously news has come out today of... Uh, that Eddie Howe's been confirmed at Newcastle. Obviously, Joey will know about his his time at Burnley, that it was always a manager that if they score four, we'll score five. It, it, you know, it, it, his defensive qualities were, weren't there, were they really? No, well, it's worth surprising. I think he were a defender, were he not? Yeah, no, yeah. We, we weren't great defensively. Like, that literally was his theory, weren't it? You don't matter how many you score, we'll score one more. 
Yeah, and, and and what do you think? Of, what do you think of the move, Josh? You know, um, obviously, yes, he's had his luck with Bournemouth. Uh, he, you know, he didn't. To be fair, when he came to us, we'd just dropped out of the Premier League, um, or we'd been out of the Premier League a season, something like that. Uh, and obviously, he's he's come out now and said that the reason why he went back down was due to the death of his mum. Uh, but a lot of Burnley fans saw it as he just, you know. One of those, yeah, a, a, a southern fairy that doesn't like it when it gets too cold up north. That's what we used to sort of think. Um, so, how the bloody hell is going to fare in the northeast? I don't, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think of the appointment? Uh, I think it's a gamble for Newcastle. Um, don't get me wrong, Eddie Howe is what he did with Bournemouth was a really, really good job, and um, that should that shouldn't should be discredited, but. You, you you look at Bournemouth. Um, Bournemouth were a team that struggled. They, they they went through a lot of difficult periods every single league in the Premier League. Like, they always had a quick start, but as the season gone on, Eddie Howe's team always struggled, and they always always conceded a lot of goals. He's he's never been known to be a manager who's been able to set up a team defensively. So like anytime he, anytime he played any against the big teams. They were never like they never sat back, they never compact, they went out and attacked teams, and, and sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. He's he's just not a manager who I think he's going to make Newcastle tough to beat. Now, you look at what Steve Bruce and Graham Jones did, you know, Newcastle were so defensive, it was unreal. Like every man was behind the ball, and they were never ever on the front. It's going to be opposite Eddie Howe, and the transition that he's going to have to make mid season to get this team playing the way he wants to is, is massive, and they don't have much room. To experiment, there's not much room to get things together. So, I feel like this is probably the worst appointment in terms of a mid-season one you can make because you know Eddie Howe isn't going to, you know, adapt to this Newcastle team. The Newcastle are going to have to adapt to him and his playing style. And you know, I just for some reason I just feel like he he's opened a few games. Newcastle are really really going to struggle. Um, he, he needs to he needs to get he needs to get certain players on form. He needs to make certain he needs to drop Car Dollar. They need to get Martin Debraka back in goal first and foremost. Uh, they need to get they need to, he needs to find a good partnership. He needs to ditch the five at the back. I expect I think we'll see a four four two because he like he did play four four two a lot at, at Bournemouth. I think that'll be the formation we'll see him go with at, at um at Newcastle. But I just don't know it for me. It's a risk. I just him his defensive aspect of the game just isn't there and. You know when you're bottom when you're bottom of the league, low on confidence, zero wins to your to the start of the Premier League. You need it. You need a good defense and a good foundation to work off. And he's not the type of manager. You know when Bournemouth were struggling, he did not change it. He didn't say right, we're going to be a bit more compact. We're going to try and build a solid foundation off. He stuck at the, he stuck to his ways. And if he does that at Newcastle, he very easily could get relegated because it just. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just something just doesn't sit right with me because I just don't think he's the man to get a team out of a relegation fight because of the way he plays, and that's a big, a big uh, risk. That, uh, and I think he's been given a, a contract to 2024 as well. So you know, if he yeah, does yeah. get rele- if he does get relegated, it's either going to be a massive payout or a big ask for him to get a team and to get Newcastle back up from the championship if they do go down. So. It's a big, big risk, but I think the Newcastle owners only shot themselves in the foot with how slow and long and unprepared they were to get a new manager in after Steve Bruce was sacked. So I do think it works uh, both ways in this case. No, definitely. I mean, obviously, Joey, do you do you feel for new? You know, we we fear because 
in a way, you know, these this new consortium have come in at Newcastle. They're a team that are expected to be in and around us, you know, in the past couple of seasons. You know, we all know January the January window is always a tough window, but when people know Newcastle have the money, you know, have, have they sort of took a, have they sort of took a cheap punt with Eddie Howe and hope that it saves money for something more in the transfer window? I don't think they've took a cheap punt. Were, were he not fifth choice or something like that? Did, <laughs> Won't surprise me. You know, well, they're not four managers already turned them down, and then they've gone yeah. to him. So I, I don't think it's the cheap option, but I think it's the wrong option. I don't think it's. Yeah. Gonna, I, I don't like Josh says he, he's not defensively minded, and I don't think he's going to be able to get that into the team quick enough either. Give as much money as you want in January. He's got to bring them players in and get them to do what he wants anyway. It could could well be too late by then. Hopefully. <laughs> I, hope so. I mean it's it, it is a tough one I, I agree with you two uh, I do think that it's the wrong appointment it's almost as you say similar. it's a similar move to the Steve Bruce move it's almost like you've just brought somebody else in but because they've had a bit more success with one club people are starting to think he may be the, the man to turn the fortunes um, um, you know summer, he may well have done yeah, you know, we could be sat here eating our words in a couple of, you know, True. in a couple of months. We really could. I mean, I'll hold my hand up. I thought it, Patrick Vieira going in at Palace, that were going to be, that were going to fail. I thought Graham Potter, for all the style of football he has at Brighton, that were going to do him over this season. They could be yeah, contenders for going down. <laughs> but, you know, these things happen. Football is a funny game. Who thought Dean Smith would get sacked? You know, um, <laughs> after the money he spent, it's uh, you know, Tim speaking Ferdinand. of Sam, Tim Ferdinand, Go on, Josh. when you did our very first uh, the video on my channel about the preseason, I said Dean Smith would be the first manager to get sacked. So, I, it, it wasn't the first manager to get sacked, but I did, I do, I knew he wasn't going to survive this season, so I did. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that. You should be happy with that. I mean, I'm, I'd be happy with the fact that it, it who goes in at who goes in at Villa. Who goes in at Norwich, even? You know, that that's another one. Who goes in at Norwich? Who's willing well, to say, no problem, I'll step up here and be able to keep the Premier League? Because he's just mutually agreed to leave Borough, hasn't he? Has he? Mm. I think that was yesterday, because, you know, could see Warnock at Norwich. Um, no, no I, I actually seen some really... I, the the favourite for the Norwich job is one guy who I really, really don't want to take the job. It's Frank Lampard. I just think I don't want Lampard. I just can't see Lampard getting the watch out a lot. I don't. I. I. do think Lampard's a good manager, and I think it was too big of a. Time. I can't see Lampard even taking that job. To be honest, the only reason I could see Lampard taking it is if he's given reinsurance. Is that if Norwich do go down, he can stay and get a chance to get them up. That's, if he, if that's the case, he'll take the job because it's a young squad. Uh, it's a young squad. He he'll be able to get certain loanies and Billy Gilmore's there. Like that's the type of job Lampard wants is to work with a young squad. But if he's given up insurance, he'll take it. But it's 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 a big risk for an inexperienced manager to go into that north side and say, right, try and get us up, try and keep us up because I, again, very similar to Eddie Hall, I just don't think he would have the defensive ability to make sure 
you know, you know, which are compact, you know, they're going to find decent to work off. I don't really think Lampard's ready for a job like that. You know, it's, I feel like Neil Warlock would be a perfect, you know, like a Neil Warlock or a big Sam or God forbid Alan Padre ever gets another Premier League job. <laughs> that's the type of job, that's the type of match you should be looking for. Uh, if Lampard gets it, I'd be happy, but. I just don't. I just don't really. You'll think be happy because it's just a shit, another shitload of flaming Chelsea loanees that he's going to bring in, <laughs> and hopefully turn into first team players in the season. I think he, he, he would play. He would play Billy Gilmore. That would that, that would make me happy enough. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, Joey. I mean, you look at you look at the, what Villa have done. Technically, they shouldn't even be in the Premier League with you know all the yeah you know flaming the. Sheffield United being aggrieved a goal and they shouldn't have, uh, you know, the watch being off or whatever. It's, it's yeah, I mean, they are. Fast they? But they have spent money as well, though, haven't they? They've they spent have, a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. Obviously, they've put the money back in from the from selling Grealish. Uh, again, it, it, this sort of leaves me in a, in a sense of what Newcastle have done. You know, appointing Eddie Howe. Is Eddie Howe going to go in there, be given a, be given a flame in war chest to spend, and, you know, going back to that stat you sent me earlier, Joey, you know, the fact that when Eddie I was at Burnley, who really brought in Charlie Austin, Trippier and Ben Mee for less Dan, than a million? Uh, Danny, Ing Danny Ings, yeah. And Danny, Danny Ings, Ings, yeah. Trippier and Ben Mee for a combined total of a million. I mean, back then, that's that's incredible. You know, don't get me wrong, that, that that's amazing. But, you know, we had to wait three seasons before we saw the emergence of Danny Ings because, you know, we, had, we still had... Charlie Austin, yeah. Um, there, we, we'd only just signed Ashley Barnes um, in the January window, so it had sort of been a bit of a difficult one uh, for him to sort of come in, and they were only a young lad at the time. But the, he were, the, he were. Obviously, he's matured a lot. He's, he'll have learned hell of a lot in his time at Bournemouth, you know, and the time in the Premier League. And I just. And I just I don't I just don't think he's the right manager for Newcastle and to, any any team in the position that they're in to come and you know keep that team up I don't think he would. No, no. As, as I say, he's, he's Newcastle are very defensive minded, and if he's going to go in and sort of upset that, it could it could pay off massively. But then I mean, how yeah, does it how does it work going he's forward? Find that balance. I mean, that's what he's got to do. The thing is also, anyhow, he turned down the Celtic job. He's turned down quite. A, he's turned down quite a few jobs down before Newcastle, yeah. and there was yeah. a massive disagreement because because Newcastle won Graham Jones, which I think it has to be officially confirmed. Uh, Newcastle wanted to keep Graham Jones, the current the current caretaker manager, on the coaching staff, and I think I think Eddie Howe disagreed with it. I think that's why there was yeah, such yeah, a yeah, wanted to take Jason Tindall with him, didn't it? Well, Jason Tundle yeah. was, was at was at the uh, Brighton game, so he'll be there. But I think Graham Jones wants Graham Jones wants a big part in the say of the tactics. He specifically said he doesn't want to be the guy who's laying out the cones. So I feel like there was a bit of a, a bit of a connection. And if there is an issue between what Graham Jones and Eddie Howe are doing on the coaching, that could also affect. But yeah. there is just something. There is just something about this. About this job, and if I'm not mistaken, it was a clause because uh, Unai Emery came out and said this. There was a clause uh, in Emery's uh, contract for Newcastle. If, if Newcastle went down, Emery's contract would be terminated. So I'll be yeah, interested. I'll be, be interested to see if that's an Eddie Howe's one too, because given how big of a contract he's been given, so mm -hmm. it, it, is, it is a risk. But I think I think what I think what it is safe to say 
be saying all this is that this appointment comes down to one simple thing, and that is inexperienced football owners not really knowing what to do in a situation like this. I think that's what, how long it took the managers they went through, uh, you know, the issue of the backroom staff, the uh, uh, and also again a, a manager and who's not really a guy who. You, you see as a guy who can take our struggling relegation team out of the relegation so I feel that comes down to inexperienced ownership which isn't too surprising but um, it could very easily come back to haunt Newcastle in a couple of weeks time Definitely, so Josh obviously who obviously we've got the uh, rewind, uh, we have got obviously uh, the international break this weekend uh, which obviously won't even get into that because it's very mixed bag of what people like. Some people like the the break. Some people completely detest it, but we won't go there with that. Um, but once once we get back to some proper football, as we like to call it, who is it you guys have got next? Yeah, this, this, this is the really ugly thing. Chelsea are away to Leicester at half 12 on the Saturday coming back from the international break, which... An early kickoff on a Saturday after an international break on the road against Leicester. Now, it, it, it could get harder. You could be away to Manchester City or away to Manchester no, United. No. Or away to Manchester United. Yes, um, yeah, it's, that's going to be a really difficult game. Uh, I will say, kind of now, I would take a point. I would take a draw in that game. I think, especially the South, or, you know, especially like of Mandy and Thiago Silva and Christian Pulis which all be coming back late because, you know, they'll be coming from America and, and all of that stuff. So I would probably take a point from that game. Uh, only players only coming back fit too, like Lukaku, Kovacic, Ferner. So I would take a point in that game because half 12 kickoffs on a Saturday, if it's either after a Champions League fixture or after an international pick, it's, it's nasty. It's such a quick turnaround. You can barely get anything done on the training pitch. It's all about recovery and fitness and watching your and being careful with your players. So, yeah, I, I would take a draw in that game. Leicester are going to have more time to be prepared, be prepared for that game with less players going away. So, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't particularly look forward to that game. It's definitely a tough one as well because you don't know what sort of Leicester side you're going to get this season. Um, you know, we've, you know I've, I've spoke to Chris from Leicester to Ladar TV and he said, you know, that Brendan Rodgers doesn't have a plan B. It's sort of, he sticks to that plan and that's it. Um, so I don't know. It's going to make for an interesting game. A week being the early kickoff, obviously, we'll uh, all be watching probably in the pubs prior to our three o'clock kickoff, Joey, against uh, Palace at the turf. I mean, what do you make of that one? Yeah, looking forward to it. Like I say, they're usually decent games. Uh, I, I expect us to go at them from the offset, being the home team, and I think we, we'll be confident enough to think yeah, we, we'll, we can take this game. I, I, I can't see us sitting back, so I think it should be a good game, and I think we'll win as well. Ooh, bold statement. Bold yeah. statement. Not just, I'll, I'll tell you it's going near it at the time, but no, I do. I think we'll win. <laughs> You'll tell me it's going 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, honestly, thank you guys for coming on uh, and giving your input to the match preview, uh, match review. Sorry. Um, obviously, as we've said, it was Chelsea 1, Burnley 1. Sorry to bring it up against Josh. Um, but it, it just is what it is it's there it's there in black and white mate you can't change it now um, <laughs> so thanks thanks both of you for coming on obviously Josh where can people find you again and uh, yeah let us know um, let us know what you've, been, what you've got planned 
If you if everybody's interested in seeing what channel it is, uh, JVSCH on YouTube and then uh, JW, uh, sorry, no, JWSCH underscore CFC on Twitter. Uh, so I've got more relaunch on my YouTube channel coming this week. Uh, I've been speaking to a few people uh, on Twitter, trying to get podcast, trying to get weekly podcast arranged and stuff like that. I'm not going to go into too much uh, form detail yet because I'm still working on it myself. But uh, yes, I've got a, the relaunch of my channel is coming this week, so I look forward to getting back into it. Happy days, happy days. So yeah, guys, do please check out Josh's channel, uh, and it's in the li- the link is in the description. So please do go give him a sub, and obviously look out for that new content. And Joey, I'm sure you'll be posting a load of shit all over Facebook. So go on, why don't you let us know what you've got going on? Yeah, just on Facebook, it's uh, the long size. So just search that. It's a good group. Get yourselves on it and have a laugh, and just enjoy. Happy days. I love that. So laid back. Don't be searching me on Facebook because that will be a lot of crap. Uh, It will. It will. All those police incident reports. (laughs) (laughs) If only my life was that exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So, thank you for tuning in. Obviously, guys, do go check out the long side on Facebook, especially if you're Burnley fans around here. It's always great to build up the platforms. As I say, uh, according to. Katepedia, as I call her, instead of Wikipedia, because she seems to know everything. Uh, we are only five away from 200, so please do support us. But again, thank you guys for coming on and uh, giving your input. Obviously, hopefully we will grab three points against Crystal Palace, and for Josh's sake, and him letting us get the point. Hopefully you get three points again Leicester, against Leicester as well, buddy. Don't worry about it. Fingers crossed that'll come off. But thanks again to everyone here. Um, Obviously, as you can see down below, uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all under at Turfmore House. And as I've said twice already, we are also on your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and we will be coming to more at some point. So do stay tuned. Other than that, thank you very much, guys, for being here. Uh, it's really nice if anybody has enjoyed the reviews please do let us know because this may become a new regular um, you know a bit of content at the end of matches to see how pissed off people really are it's sometimes best when it's raw straight after the game but sometimes it gives people a bit of a chance to calm down but lets them sort of once you've come off camera go I can't believe I've had to talk about it again bastard (laughs) sorry Josh (laughs) I'm a nice guy. I just you always know when you're back in when you're playing Burnley, these things can happen. So you mentally prepare yourself for it. So I'm used to it. You guys have done it to us so many times. I I think at this point I'm just like I, I think it's three draws and a win and has lost seven visits to Stamford Bridge. Not yeah. bad. No, not bad at all. You guys are gonna keep. You guys are gonna keep doing this long show in the Premier League as long as we don't have to play in a cup game. I'll. I'll, I'll I, 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 I can. I take my trolls. <laughs> just, 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 I just I beg, do it, just beg, do it to Man United or Trafford again, please, because I, I would want to see just one flat. I'll be the best. We'll, we'll do our best, mate. I promise. We'll do our best. But remember, Josh. Just remember. They say things come in threes, mate. They say things come in threes. If that, if that does happen, then um, I will come on your channel and uh, do a very embarrassing dance, right? There you go. There you go. Clip. <laughs> 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 so, again, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it, it does mean a lot. 
as I say, um, please do show everybody's channels and content on Facebook some support. I've been Dan, he's been Joey, he's been Josh, and thank you very much for watching. Up the Clarets, and yeah, go on, Chelsea, get three points against Leicester. Why not? Why not? <laughs>